Different kind of city when you live it right. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe. I'm Troy Jackson here, your favorite Average Joe. And I have a couple guests with me today. Um, I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce yourself. So you can go ahead. You can start first. Oh, my name is Francine. Kiana. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, she's back, y'all. Don't say unfortunately. <laughs> and I'll send you my invoice. Don't worry. <laughs> Three times in a row, you guys, he has to pay me this time. Pay you this time? Yeah. Oh, you, they don't know the chemistry deal that we have. Chemistry is beautiful. <gasps> <laughs> the chemistry is beautiful. The chemistry is not that beautiful. <laughs> All right, Francine. So, um, Francine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, she's my coworker, and um, you know, we talk a lot of topics. So, I wanted to get her on a podcast. She's going to be on a few of them actually, because I feel like she has a lot of uh, insight <laughs> and wisdom that I think people can people need to hear can relate to. I'm not saying that you don't have. I don't say I'm. I'm anxious to hear like i'm i'm all for wisdom oh really really interesting i love is that so to talk about relationships because you don't take the wisdom that i nope another story another another story for another day i don't want to get too out of the moment here right Right, (laughs) so let's get into it whoa whoa what's up with all you listen yo you can get this they know snap in a heartbeat all right oh my let's, gosh let's, bro. you already went to see the movie without me let's like not. let's move forward okay that's not my fault <sighs> all right anyway <laughs> we're gonna get into it so i don't really have a title for this episode yet okay um i don't know what i'm gonna call it yet but i'll figure it out but we're gonna start off with um i mean just say what we're talking about well, I said we're going to start off with the first topic, which is creating a safe space for men. And I, what? Yeah. I'm listening. Okay. And so basically what I mean by like creating a safe space for men, right, is basically how can a woman earn a man's trust and um, and how can he, what I write? Okay, so what initially oh. when I asked you what you meant by mm-hmm. creating a safe space for men, like what exactly were you referring to? Okay, so what I mean by like creating a safe space for men, right, is more so how can I not, like I feel like these days I can trust my girl, but because she gossips, because you know, females gossip. My whole thing is I go ahead and I tell you my information. How do I know that you're not going to go back and gossip of the vulnerability that I tell you? I mean, information like what, though? Like, are you seeing, like, like a man being stressed out? Or? Yes. Like, so, for example, like a man being stressed out or some of my, like, personal details in life. Like, I'm saying, like, stuff that I really go through. Because, like I said in a previous episode... 
it's like the way society is today is like men aren't allowed to have feelings like we have to bottle up our feelings and emotions okay. and like like y'all could come to us tell y'all y'all tell us about y'all day y'all come home y'all been babe look what this girl did blah, 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 blah. people at work blah, 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 blah. go on and on and on and on and when they're finished it's i feel better it's not how was your day so there's emotional exchange from women to men but men don't have that same luxury thank you okay and why do you think that is i low-key disagree with you you low-key guilty like of I, I feel like we grew up that way like yes boys were taught that you a man be tough like you aren't you weren't allowed to cry you weren't allowed to have things affect you in a certain way but i feel like in the dating scene like now when it comes to actual relationships girls or women our age they're a little more susceptible to a man being able to relieve himself emotionally with her i that's just my opinion well that's very interesting i feel like it depends on the individual because if i'm your woman i would want my man to trust me with his feelings and trust me with how he feels and if you feel uncomfortable with coming to me about things that you can vent with your homeboy or your homegirl about then there's a problem between our relationship then there's something that we need to fix in our relationship so that i can create that safe space for you so that's where i feel like the guy need to communicate to his girl and say hey i feel like i can't come to you and if she is the one for him the next step will be how can i make it safe for you that's how i feel because I feel like, yes, we was taught a lot of things, but then at the same time, things change. Right. Things does change every single day, and we're learning to be bigger and better people. So I feel like the men need to change their mentality, and I feel like females need to, well, communication, something needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. So, so all right then. So how can... Honestly, because I don't really know the answer to this question myself. How can women earn a man's trust? Yeah, how can women earn? Because a lot of times it's not necessary that we're going to see you in a different way or we're going to see you in a negative light because you've been emotionally vulnerable with this. A lot of the times it's, I don't want to say a male ego, but you're insecure about how she's going to receive you. I agree with that. So how do we earn that trust to let you know, like, hey, it's okay to... It's okay to be vulnerable with me. I'm not going to see you any different as my man. But I feel like you as a man need to change something within yourself to allow us to come to you on that level. Because if you're still in that mindset like guys can't cry, guys can't be vulnerable, how are you expecting us to come to you when you can't even fix or you didn't even situate that within yourself? Like... We can't fix something that you're not willing to fix. So, Troy, as the man, how can a woman earn your trust for you to be vulnerable with her? That's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. This is really a live response because I really didn't write out any of my responses today. So, baby, you was ready. Come on, dig deep. Go Go ahead. Um, how can a woman earn my trust? Hmm. 
I mean, because you talked about the aspect of like the number. Well, actually, we talked about it before. The number one aspect is like a lot of the reasons why men don't share things with their significant other is because they they've witnessed them gossip before. So like, apart from that, what can like what qualities can a woman possess or what actions can she have to make you feel like you're safe with her emotionally to share that type of information? thinking right now okay um i think more so by even though you gossip if you gossiping about like work i get that but if i see if you're gossiping about work but i'm always hearing about work and i'm never hearing about your friend's personal business then i know that's a quality that i feel like i can trust you with if that makes sense okay um like I'll test you I'll give you a piece of information And I'll wait to see what you do with that information And if I don't hear Any of that information Come up In any conversation Then I know I can trust you But I feel like there's an insecurity Within yourself as well Because when we're in a relationship This is not you know high school This is not elementary So when you get in a serious relationship, I don't want you to feel like you need to test me before you're able to trust me. You well, got what I mean? Well, don't women do that a little but there's bit different too, levels of. I mean, females do that as well, but then I feel like that's why you need to know who you're dealing with. But see, I feel like there's different levels of trust. Like, I can trust you. I just may not trust you with certain information, but I can trust you. Like, for example, I can trust a girl with my heart. But I just won't trust her with some with some like personal information that I have because of I know how she is. So therefore, like if I'm going through stuff or there's something really personal about me, I won't divulge that to her. Not until maybe I know when she's ready to handle it. But then and with that same token, do you feel like because when you date, that's how I see it. If I'm dating you, I'm dating you with a purpose, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to know that you have the qualities to eventually be my husband and eventually be my mm-hmm. wife, right? So with that being said, I need to attract what I want, right? So you need to attract the mentality of these females that have that maturity to understand that this is not their first relationship and this is not their first rodeo, Okay. So with that being said, if you can't come to me about something personal that's happening to you, that's a problem. Because I don't need you to tell me, oh, baby, I'm short $5. Can you lend me $5? Like, that's whatever. You get what I mean? I need to know that you're okay. And if you don't trust me with that information, then there's a problem. Not eventually five years down the line that you will find a way to trust me no well, you're not talking like five years down the line right? no but the whole the whole I, issue i, I get is, what you're saying though. no but the whole issue is that outside of women doing our part to make that vulnerable space a lot of it eventually is just going to be dependent upon a man that's mm-hmm. going to take internal work that's because true. you have to make that final decision that you know what like fuck it i don't like at this point either she's gonna deal with it or she's not and you're just gonna say what it is that's on your mind that's very true that's very true i agree because holding back that like 
that thin little like you may think it's something small like with retaining that type of information but it pins up and you're not gonna always be able to like spill out to your boys you're not gonna be, like you're not always gonna have another man to connect with and eventually if you're dating with the purpose just like um she said then eventually you're gonna have to find yourself in a space where you have to be vulnerable with your so because we already know when you become married it's two becoming one how can you be balanced how can you be on the same accord if she don't even know what your insecurities are or mm-hmm. if she doesn't even realize what type of pressures you're dealing with mm-hmm. so it's like we women have to do our part to create a safe space and that's character work on us but eventually at the end of the day it's a man's decision like you have to consciously ask yourself if you're ready and available to be vulnerable mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, true. Like we ain't up on, but it's okay no nah, baby i'm gonna get another guy on here we <laughs> got the um no nah, you're absolutely right um i've only been vulnerable with two people okay but the first one was like my best friend so then like i was already vulnerable with her she was my best friend then it turned into a relationship mm-hmm. and i think if i'm really trying to be honest that's probably why i don't open up as much as i used to because mm-hmm. there was some stuff that went down in that relationship to where i'm like if my best friend can do that to me mm-hmm. then another girl can do that to me but then when you're dating someone and eventually that person will become your best friend and this person will become someone of course i hope you're marrying your best yeah, friend I, I, don't, I don't i hope that the person that you're getting yourself serious with because you can date you can sex around you can do all these types sorts of things but for you to be in a committed relationship and it comes with years of course you have that intention of marrying that person and this person is not just a random person this person becomes your best friend you got what i mean mm-hmm. so i mean of course things go down but you cannot say that there wasn't signs in that relationship or in that situations that made you think like, hmm, do you think this is a safe place for me to be in emotionally, physically, whatever? Okay, so let me ask you this. When you're dating with somebody and you get serious with them, do you think it's a valid reason for you to break the relationship if you don't feel like you could be vulnerable with them? Even if it's not their fault because we know that women do things like everybody has character flaws that they like when you trust them with information and then you guys get into it and they try to throw it back in your face or you notice that she's the type of person where she has a very um judgmental personality and if she if you tell her something she may see you a type of way that can happen both ways it can happen with a man and a woman Mm -hmm. it can happen with a woman and a man but do you think that personally if you're in a relationship with a girl and you after some time passes and you still don't feel like you can be vulnerable with her do you think that's a valid reason for you to end the relationship absolutely um yes and no i feel like because i'm i'm more of a i'm more of a person to where like I can see that, but I'll still be willing to stick it out to see if you change. 
And then mm. if you don't change, mm-hmm. it's when I leave. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> Someone can show you who they are one time, right? And when they show you that one time, you got to believe them. No, you aren't. You cannot expect that, okay, you know what? Let me stay here for four years, five years, six months, whatever the case may be, and hoping that this person is going to change. If the person show you who they are, believe them. And if you choose to stay, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. You can't come back and be like, oh, well, I didn't know. Da, da, da. Yes, you did. You chose to stay. So in that point, men need to take responsibility mm-hmm. for their part. Mm-hmm. They can't only put it on the female. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? So no, I get, I get that, what you're saying. That's a lot of situations nowadays. Okay, so as a man, like, what are some of the pre- like? Where are some of the pressures from feeling vulnerable? Um, some of the pressures I would say from feeling vulnerable, at least for me, is more like to where. Like, what are you so insecure about telling her this? I just feel like, me personally, it's not necessarily you'll see me in a different light, but I, I'm not even vulnerable with my parents like that. So, mm-hmm. therefore, to be vulnerable with my significant other is a big deal to me because you're seeing a completely different side of me. Like, you're seeing the, like I was saying in um on the last episode, Women wear weave, they wear makeup, they wear lashes. But at the end of the day, they take that, they take all that off and you see their true selves. Is you'll really, not necessarily really see who I am, but really get to see the other side of me. Like that's part of the reason why I started this podcast. Because everybody sees the sports side, but they don't see the personal side. But there's another level from the personal side outside of this. And then if, I, if I'm really vulnerable with you, I'm really opening myself up to you. And my main fear, because this happened to me before... Is that when we break up, it gets used against me. Mm-hmm. That's my main fear. But do you think that's really giving somebody your heart, though? Like, if you're withholding anything intimate in that way from them, I'm not talking about physical intimacy. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, the personal stuff. So you're saying that these are deep things that you've held back, and, like, there are li- there's a limited number of people in your life, period, that knows this information. How can you wholly commit to somebody if you can't even like find a way to be wholly vulnerable with them so like for example some of my insecurities have something to do with some of my physical appearance Mm -hmm. and so therefore only like outside of my family two people know Mm -hmm. and i just feel like if i was to reveal that then i think they will see me in a different light like it's my opinion it's a it's a uh it's a game changer and so then therefore it's like everything that we built and we worked for it's gone but it's gone anyway but just by you thinking that way because no matter how far you get in the relationship there's still something that you're holding back yeah i guess you're right it's just something um, like I'm not insecure about a lot of things, but I'm really insecure about that. I mean, I'm just saying, like in general, because you said you, because you were saying like you could give your heart, but there would still be things that you would keep away. In general, when it comes to a relationship, do you think it's fair for you to ask the personal questions of her or be receiving of the things that she unloads on you, 
and you not reciprocate that it's unfair to you and it's unfair to her because she's constantly being vulnerable so it hurts that much deeper anytime you have a disagreement or anytime you're at a crossroads and then it's unfair to you because there's an imbalance of emotional baggage being exchanged mm-hmm. no that's real like so I will I have no problem telling people my past. Like I'm not I'm I'm really open about that. Yeah, you are open about your past. Of course you would know, huh? Chemistry again, you guys. Going shade out here, huh? I'm not being shade, I'm just saying you're very open about your past. But we we're gonna talk about that later, right? Okay, we're gonna talk about it later. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very open about my past. Okay. Because there are some things that I did that some people may not think I should tell you, but I'm going to tell you because I'm not the same person now. So I want you to know and see firsthand that you're not getting the same person that I was from that relationship. Do you feel like the reason why you're still insecure with the things that you're insecure with is because you are that same person that felt it in the beginning? Do you understand what I mean? So... If I'm telling you about my past and I experienced, like, for example, I ex- experienced being suicidal, right? And I'm able to talk about it now, not to say that I don't experience things every day that would trigger it. You know what I mean? But I am not that person I was three years ago, mm-hmm. right? So with me sharing that with you, I'm not... Like, I'm not trembling right now mm-hmm. talking about it. Correct. You got what I mean? Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you, you're not able to share that part with you because you're still at, in the same mindset of where you was when you started to first feel that insecurity? I guess you could say that. Okay. It's not something that I'm truly over, I guess you could say. Okay. You okay, so the question is? yes, I understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I ultimately the way that I feel about it, because I, we already know, like, Tori, you know, the things that I've been through in my past, mm-hmm. even with experiencing all that, I'm very anti victimization, so I don't like to consider myself a victim of anything at to a certain point, to a certain extent. So I feel when it comes to insecurities, because I know that I have my own insecurities. Eventually, there's a lot of there's a lot of inner construction that needs to happen. There's a lot of energy work that needs to be done on your person personally. But at the end of the day, the only way to get over an insecurity is to just let it out. So you're gonna always be insecure about the things that you're holding back until you actually trust somebody with that information. But how can you trust somebody with that information if you can't trust yourself with dealing with that information when you do say it? Sometimes people have to have a buddy to help them through something. Of course. Like, they, we have our individual things that we, like, we have our individual work that we have to do to fix ourselves after we've been broken about something. And I know men do this all the time. That's why I feel like that's why men are so unforgiving. I feel like that's a large part of why men are so unforgiving because they don't do the work to get over the things that hurt them. Mm. But I feel like eventually, whatever you're insecure about, whatever has hurt you, um, you've divulged information from some to someone and they've used it against you. The only way to get past that is to prove 
what you're thinking in your mind wrong. You feel like somebody else will use it against you. Only way to prove that wrong is to find somebody that's not going to use it against you. And you're never going to find that if you never trust anybody with the information. But he has to first forgive that person who did that to him because without that's that releaseness, without you being able to release and forgive that person wholeheartedly because you're not forgiving them for them, you're forgiving them for you. You got what I mean? Mm-hmm. In order for you to move on, in order for you to trust somebody else. Because I feel like with you even saying, I trust you with my heart, but I don't trust you with what I feel insecure about. Your heart is bigger than what your insecurities because your insecurities can change. That's One true. day I can feel insecure about my weight and then the next day I'm over it. You got what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my heart will still be my heart. So I feel like you're giving them more, but then you're expecting less in return. And that's not fair to you. Now you make a good point. Y'all make some valid <laughs> some valid points. Hello? Why are you laughing? I'm just sitting here. Mm-hmm. But we're going to move on to the next topic because it's already like what? What is it like? We're like 25 minutes deep. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to talk about uh, unrealistic expectations and um, healthy realistic expectations. So, like, I feel like with the um, unrealistic expectations, right? Like, one of them, for example, is expecting the man to pay for everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Another one is expecting her to always cook and clean. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one is expecting sex. And then the other one is um, expecting too much of their time. Mm. Okay, go ahead. Um, So I'll start off with the expecting him to pay for everything. I do feel like in this day and age that is a unrealistic expectation just because of the price of living is so the the cost of everything is so high nowadays Mm. to where like you want me to pay for everything and my natural reaction is if i'm paying for everything what you doing with your money why can't you take me out if i'm driving everywhere why can't you put gas in my car feed me i like haircuts to be paid for who knows? Maybe I might get a manicure one day. I doubt it. But you never know. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? It's an inside joke. She knows what I'm talking well, about. Well, listen. <laughs> I don't know. But oh, my gosh. I just feel like, you know, having a man pay for everything. Because I feel like how you get them is how you got to keep them. To a certain extent. Mm. Like, for example, if you always, if you get a girl... I've flown in your money. Not just out of ten. That's how you gotta keep. You her. can't get mad if she asking you exactly. if she can't you start off the way that you want to exactly. end off. I, Period. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, no, I don't. Because in traditional courting, men are responsible for. The entire night, basically, like he takes he he is he is caring for her for that night. Anytime they go out in traditional courting, That's been, and, and 
in the sense of you saying like how you get them is how you have to keep them that's not necessarily true because an act like a traditional woman who believes in traditional courting understands that once you guys become in an exclusively monogamous relationship or even a marriage it's no longer he take takes care of me we're serving each other in some form so when it comes to dating and a man paying for things (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) then i also feels like in that sense how is the guy expecting or would know how you serve if you don't practice those qualities because it's just like my husband he will say that oh well when you come down there i want i will be i will give you my time i would do what i need to do as a husband but you're not practicing those qualities now to show me that you're ready to do what you committed to do in the first place you got what i mean yeah so i feel like if you're expecting that because a lot of people can go back to tradition but then your relationship is is nowhere close to tradition at all exactly so you can't pick and choose what fits you you gotta make sure that you both do what's best in that relationship and if he voice out his opinion it's your choice like i said to him to either stay or you leave Mm -hmm. it is It's, it's just as simple as that i feel like if you know that you're not gonna pay for everything and I know that a man should pay for everything, then maybe we shouldn't go out. That's true. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Because I, I agree with you on that. if you feed into whatever, you can't get mad at me and give me a mouthful because you chose to, you knew how I felt about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So why complain? We talked we talk about it before. I always say like women control the relationship or men set the tone. So she's going to give you her standards. It's your decision if you gonna pick it up or drop it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree with y'all on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it really unrealistic for a woman to expect a man to pay for everything? No, because there's somebody out there that's willing to do it. So is it really unrealistic for a man to expect sex? I, I mean, feel guys like guys do that regardless. But yes, they happen. expect it regardless. My issue is. And it is scientifically, psychologically proven. If you expect sex, like, within a short period of time, or if you expect, quote-unquote, casual sex, you're not going to be able to develop the relationship that you're seeing. If you want a serious relationship, you're not going to be able to develop it in that way. Because the premise of which you built it... A women women are always gonna see sex the same way as men are because we know how men view sex. So when it comes down to it, at some point she's gonna have a differing opinion in how the physical exchange should be. And that's gonna change everything because you didn't already gave him what he was expecting from you. But see, I'm it, I'm different than most guys. Like I most of Melissa's know about the situation. I, was, I had a, uh, I was dating a girl. I was getting to know a girl. We had sex on the first date, but that didn't really change anything. If anything, I wanted to see her more, mm-hmm. and then that we built the relationship. Well, now obviously the relationship ain't work out, but just because you gave me what I wanted, for me, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not gonna stop talking to you. That's true. It's like you know who you're dealing with. If I'm dealing with a child, then I'm going to expect childish stuff. If I'm dealing with a man that has been 
understanding that he wants to be in something serious you can't contradict what you're saying okay so what about the general idea because for the most part in the like in the era that we are living in Mm -hmm. sex is looked at in a casual way but there are people out there who do not view it that way so in saying that sex is an unrealistic expectation i kind of feel like that's true because you can't expect that every woman's gonna lay with you after the first night or the sec or the second night or 30 days into or 90 days into it there are still people out there waiting until marriage that's true but you know how i am like me personally unless i know you want to fuck me i'm not making no move whatsoever just because that's just how i am like we got to have that talk and that conversation and if we don't have that talk and that conversation I ain't making a move until we have that talk. You got something to say, Kiana? Because you're out here No, smiling. I'm not going to say anything. You sure? Yeah. You, you, the, matter of fact, let's give her the floor, Francine. The, the floor is yours. To me? Yes, the floor is yours. No, I was just, I was, I was just listening to you say that she, there's a conversation that has to be had and you guys have to be on the same page. That's you, all. You was over there rolling your eyes and mocking me or whatever. No. So, you know, I just... Just making sure you was good over there. You good? So, unrealistic expectations. Sex, mm-hmm. I believe, is an unrealistic expectation because you can't assume that everyone is going to be open to that at any point in time. So, let me ask you this question. How long would you wait with you? Say that you met someone and good chemistry or whatever the case may be. How long would you necessarily wait? <laughs> you asked me the wrong person. <laughs> you asked me the wrong person. I'm extremely conservative. Okay. So if I could, like, if I, I, like, I think I could wait until marriage completely. Okay. But there are circumstances where I would compromise that, and I would have to feel like, I would have to feel like I actually saw, like, we were in steps to making that journey into becoming one. Okay. So I don't put a date on it, but I know necessarily like I'm extremely conservative and there are high requirements for me to give myself to you in that way. Of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Who's asking the wrong person? <laughs> <laughs> she got the answer she wanted. As yeah, soon as you I'm said that I was like, ooh. <laughs> I'm just curious. Alright. So we gonna go on to this and then we're gonna go on to uh healthy realistic expectations that we're going to end it off with the list okay um i think this one is an unrealistic expectation expecting too much of their time Mm. what exactly does that mean i was just about to ask that i'm curious so right for example um expecting too much of their time i'm going to give you my time Mm. and even in the beginning i may give you more time like here's i think here's here's my personal problem is in the beginning i will give you a whole lot more time than i probably should and then you then when we get together you expect that time to stay the same but over time it decreases because things happen so like for example if i'm talking to a girl now Mm I'm gonna give her most. I'm gonna give her a lot of my time, but also work two jobs. So she has to understand. There's gonna be times where I don't want to talk. There's gonna be times where I'm too tired to talk, and I value sleep over anything. You know this, and you definitely know this. I love sleep. Sleep is crucial. Sleep is life. Sleep is bay almost. 
But then you need to understand, you know, that saying you start off the way that you want to end off. Very true. So you cannot, as we were talking about the whole time, you cannot start off one way and then you get mad at me from still holding you to the standards that you started up. I'll give you a perfect example. My best friend Antoine is currently, I guess, talking to this female and like she wants all of his time literally like he has two nieces so he has a rule he goes home it's his nieces he ain't talking to nobody he'll even be off the phone with me hey bro thunder and toast in town i got you i already know what time it is but she will get mad and be like why is it that whenever you're home you can't talk to me like i'm saying it's, it's priorities and he has a priority where his nieces come before everybody and she doesn't get that and then also he has a rule to where he don't talk while he's while he's about to eat and she will get upset and be like why can't you talk while you eat it's a personal thing so that's what i mean by like unrealistic expectation of one too much of their time if that makes sense why did she stay hmm? why did she stay why did she stay mm-hmm. well they just didn't like the talking phase i mean Baby, if he's showing you who he is and his but standards. No, it's not that he doesn't spend time with her. You're it's trying to say she's being unaccommodated. Like, un- she's not being understanding. Thank you. So why he stays? Well, he, they, like, he about to, you know. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, her. listen, I hope she's not get listening her, yeah. to this. Yeah. But, you know. But, no, Spoiler I will listen, okay? She about to get cut, y'all. Oh, okay, watch out now. But it's just little things like that like i can give you my time but i also need you to understand there's gonna be times where i just want to you know hang out with the boys of course there's gonna be times where i just want to play the game and you may want to you know talk to me or facetime me or something i don't want to talk to you like i'm just i'm in my zone doing what i want to do so just for if you respect that then i think we can work does that make does that make any sense but you can't give me booty call hours and expect for me to be like all right cool i'm available for you because you have time Look, I'm not giving you booty call hours oh, though. Okay. Like I'm talking to you in the peak of the day, in the peak, in the hot, in the midst of the day. Oh, okay. It's just that when you may want to talk, I don't want to talk, or when you may want to hang out, I may not want to hang out. So, what is the time that you're providing to this person? Because I'm just interested. Because you're saying that you give them time, but what time are you talking about? What time are you giving? I'll give perfect example with me and Kiana. Oh, well, since everybody, I, since you see, wait, look. How, no, how about we start off with this don't person? Don't do that. How about you mm-hmm. and, and Brittany, imaginary Brittany? So you with Brittany? Then what time do you have for Brittany? So I'm working. <laughs> so this, this is me right now working two jobs. Or I'll get August there. Let's say I'm working two jobs, right? Okay. So my schedule is: I'm off Monday night. I'm off Tuesday night. And I'm off Thursday night. Okay. And then I'm off Thursday and Friday during the daytime. Okay. If you're up on the days that I work both jobs overnight, I will talk to you all night if you want me to. Because obviously I'm up. On the days that I'm not up, on the days where I'm off Monday night, Tuesday night, I may not spend time with you Monday night, but I'll spend time with you Tuesday night. And on the days where I'm off during the daytime, I'll come spend lunch with you. I'll I'll do lunch with you 
like a Thursday night, a Thursday or a Friday. If you want to go out to eat the lunch, we'll go out to eat the lunch. Okay. But if you want in something, so like let's say for example, there's a week where I'm off Thursday and Friday. I'll give you one of those days, but I'm not giving you both, if that makes sense. Are you still communicating with her at all? Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah, I'm just okay. not, you may want to see me. Okay. And I'm just like, I will see you one of those days, but I'm not seeing you for both of those days. I mean, of course, you need to put some cushion on how you tell her, but I feel you. I mean, yeah, I'm, we we just of talking course. right now. Of course. No, no, no. Yeah, of we, course. We, we just. Of course. We just talking right now. Mm-hmm. And um, now, if you want to see me on the day that I don't, that I'm not trying to see you, you may say, like, I'm not making time for you. Mm-hmm. But we already had this discussion. So then, therefore, in my opinion, that becomes an unrealistic expectation mm-hmm. because I told you off rip. I'm saying what What's it up? is exactly. Right. Okay. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kiana. Baby, I know you want to say on. something. I'm ready. I'm ready. She's staring at us. She's staring at us. She looks uh, like you lying. What's going on? Am I lying, Kiana? I don't feel like time is an unrealistic expectation. Period. Um, because. If quality time is someone's love language and they were given a certain amount of quality time initially, it doesn't matter if it's a woman, doesn't matter if it's a man, when things change, they're still going to go off the premise of how a relationship started and they're going to want what they want regardless. Mm -hmm. Now, because circumstances change, there are going to be times where there's going to be a bump in the road, but the reality is, are you like, is that person willing to deal with it? Doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be happy about it, and they may have an attitude about it. Mm. She may get irritated a lot, but the reality is, she's going to want what she wants, and he's going to want what he wants. And um, when it comes to time, time is relative, in my opinion. If there's an opportunity for you to spend time with that person, then it should be given. Like, someone's literally asking you to do nothing but spend time with them. Now, it's understandable that you have to have your personal space and your personal time, but I just feel like when it comes to something like that, something as simple as giving time, then there are ways that it can be compensated to make up for what they've lost. Just my opinion. Little nugget. Yeah, you little nugget. Hmm. You sure about? No, we not. We not gonna get it. Yeah. What if spending time is their love language and they don't understand with you not spending time? Of course, you're not overbearing with it, but you're not spending time with me makes me feel unwanted, right? Because that topic realistically is a very sore topic for me, due to the fact that I feel like I'm experiencing that with my relationship. I feel like personally. Like my husband do not have time for me. I feel like he will make time for any and everybody. But except when it, you. Except me. You got what I mean? And I'm asking you to spend time with you. Like, what is the problem? I don't understand. It's you that I want to spend time with. You should be honored that I want to spend time with you. Because there's a lot of people that don't have that opportunity. Yes, girl. Like I said, I'm not asking you for all of your time. But at least... You can call me one hour and say, okay, you know what? I was thinking about you. I really want to talk talk with you. He doesn't even do that. So I feel like with me 
continuously having this conversation with him yo you need to spend time with somebody that you committed to because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're not gonna sleep with your homeboy that's out there what are you gonna do <laughs> you got know what i mean so i don't know child. maybe my opinion don't matter right now because you know i'm a little emotional about this but uh <laughs> you know i'm just saying when it comes to the time like it'll only feel like too much quote unquote if it's not a pride not I don't I don't want to say not a priority, but when I say speaking about love languages, like when it comes mm-hmm. to quality time, the whole idea is what fills me up isn't necessarily going to be something that fills you up, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't fill you up, then it's not the first, it's not the biggest deal to you if it's if it if it doesn't happen. It's not a big deal to you if you don't spend so much time with her because you haven't spent time with her before, because quality time isn't that big of a deal to you but it's a big deal to her or it's a big deal to him so you have to do something about it i don't think it's an unrealistic expectation because people measure love in different ways that's true understanding both sides of what that person's love language is and understanding it from their side as well so let's let's talk about this i want to talk about the list the list that people have when it comes to dating the qualities like, that you want in a spouse, what you should look like. Like for me, I don't date skinny girls like that. I really got to fuck with you if I'm a date skinny girl. And I feel like I'm, I'm even I'm guilty of it too. To That's work. not the list. That's a type. You're right. My bad. A type. I'm sorry. Not the list. The type. Mm-hmm. I'm completely like, I just don't like, I don't like, I, if I'm a date skinny girl, like I really got to like you. That's so funny. How's that funny? You're not skinny. Because you're tiny. I am tiny. That's exactly why I don't. I am. I am small. That's exactly why I don't want a skinny chick. Because I'm small. I this need to inside. Who, who gonna keep me warm at night? Oh, well, listen. Who gonna keep me warm at night? You know. Okay. I like. I like. You know what I'm saying it's all. Some of the females always be like, they want somebody to keep them warm. But listen, I'm a buck twenty on a good day. Maybe a buck twenty-two. If I have a lot of stuff in my pockets, all right. <laughs> I want to be kept warm. You know what I'm saying? I like the more. I, I love me a little pudge. Get let me let me let me rub your stretch marks with with cocoa butter. Let me do that. You know, I just I love me. There ain't nothing wrong with a little stomach. There ain't nothing wrong with a little stomach. Because you know what? I feel like not all skinny girls. I used to talk to a skinny girl and. It would always just be, oh, I gotta watch what I eat, or 140 is fat. And I'm looking at you like, 140 ain't fat. If I'm going on a date with you, I'm going on a date with you to eat, not fiddle with your fucking salad. To fucking eat, throw down. Let's fucking eat. Right, Kiana? You? Right, Kiana? This must be an insider again, you guys. Okay. Right, Kiana? Like, am I telling the truth? Go ahead and talk because she will be laughing for the next five minutes. I, I mean, okay, so we're talking about types. Like, I feel like, I do feel like. Um, I feel like types can be detrimental. Thank you. I was just about to get to that. Because, because you could be end up, you can end up meeting your soulmate, but because she's not the right type, you're not willing to give her, you're not willing to give her that chance. The girl so, for you might be 120 pounds. I don't know about that. She could be she was 4'11", 120, 125 pounds. I mean, I like 4'11". I'm just saying, because you're the type of, like, you, 
No, I won't even say well, that. You, like cause you, you by now everybody knows you're my ex, so we just gonna hop on everybody. Everybody <sighs> figure it out. But you weren't necessarily my type. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you weren't like the type of girls that I dated. You don't look like them. You reminded me. Okay. But we still we. We still worked out until we stopped working out, if that makes sense. But that's another story for another day. But you know, the story kept being brought up. So you think you maybe want to talk about this story? <laughs> or, like, but no, no we're not talking about it. <laughs> no, but you don't know. You don't notice it. But your type, you made it evident <laughs> in conversation. <laughs> So that's why I said, like, and it's not necessarily detrimental in the way that if you have a type, you would never date anybody that wasn't that type because we obviously know that's not true because you already stated that I'm not your type, I wasn't your type. But the reality of the situation is the fact that you have a type and I know what your type is. And I, it was mentioned, it was evident to me, it was made, I was made aware of that multiple times, that triggered insecurities, but, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not, I'm not saying that to try to call you out or anything, I'm just saying like, do you understand how having a type can change things? Like it, it puts a strain on the act, on the the nature of so a relationship like you, the natural unfolding of chemistry did you feel like because i had a type i was just gonna get tired of you one day and leave you we can be mm. honest it wasn't necessarily that it just made me very insecure of my body like i remember i told you this before like i was upset when i said it but it was a truth I have never been picked, and I've had some, like, my weight has always been up and down. I've been small. I've been larger than this, and now, right now, I'm just in a transition period. But I've never been picked apart by a man the way that I felt picked apart by you. I said felt. I didn't say that you, I didn't say that you actually did it. I didn't say that you intentionally did it. I just said I felt picked apart because you made it evident that I was not your type multiple times. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very important that when you are with someone, there are certain things that you say. I always say this to my friend, to Shayla, you need to learn how to put cushion on the things that you say because you can tell me one thing one thing and you already know who the person that I am and you already know how I react to it maybe you will find a different way to tell me what you want to say for me to receive the message that you're trying to tell me you understand what I'm saying sometimes it's not necessary to remind someone of something that's not what the reality is I understand that I'm not your type but you don't need to keep reminding me that I'm not your type because what is reminding me is going to do in this type of situation it identifies the differences that i have between you and the women that you were naturally attracted to that's a problem because and like i said i'm not trying to go into anything personal but like my husband for example because i can talk based on my experience right so my husband hmm. okay so 
I asked him one day, I was like, what is your type? I wanted to ask. And um, I said, are you attracted to smaller girls? And he was like, yes, I am. And I was like, okay, are you attracted to bigger girls? And he was like, why are you asking me this question? I said, I really want to know. He was like, well, not really, but... And I was like, oh, okay. Because I know when I met him, I was always a bigger girl. So it was, you know <laughs> what I mean? And the reason why I asked that, and the reason why it triggered me to ask that to him is because we experienced so, some infidelities in our relationship where he would go to smaller females, right? And um, so I remember a situation that like after we had sex or whatever the case may be, he turned around and he touched my stomach and he was like, you need to lose this. I love okay? me. I love me a good. Go <laughs> so as your woman, you understand what I'm saying? You're not going to make me feel like I can come to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got what I mean? So as I am. So therefore he's not creating a safe space for you. He's definitely not creating a safe place for me because where I'm at emotionally is I don't even feel like I want to open myself up to you that way mm-hmm. in that sexual way. So I'm not going to want to send you pictures. I'm not going to want to do this because I already know that. You, you know, don't really like you're it. not, you're, you don't You've like it. you already put it in my head that, that you, you don't, don't like, like it. this about my body. Exactly. And then I remember I asked him, I said, oh, do you like when I do this to you? Right. And he was like, oh, I don't want to answer that question. I was like, why? And I was like, does me asking you about sexual things make you feel uncomfortable? He said, yes. You as my husband, your response to that question should not be yes. Mm-hmm. Why do it make you feel uncomfortable? I just don't want to talk about it. So obviously, with you not answering my question, you're clearly answering my question. Exactly. You got what I mean? And obviously, my weight is a problem for you. You got what I mean? So I feel like things that you need to say need to have cushion. Not to say that you need to baby the person that you're with. But there's ways that you can say it. And sometimes that type of situation with what she mentioned... Maybe it wasn't necessary for you to say it. What was the point of saying it? You got what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But at at the end of the day, like you cannot help who you are naturally attracted to. Of course. Having a type is not a bad thing. It's just what you do with that information. You have to recognize that even though you're attracted, we are humans. We have biological emotions that are tied to our psyche. Um, We have carnal desires, and that ties into attraction. That's the whole point of attraction is finding a mate and reproducing. But the reality of the situation is when it comes to actually finding a mate, what you are naturally attracted to in your person, like what boils your blood is not necessarily what you will be emotionally meant for that's just how i see it but i feel like regardless of you saying that your type is whatever and if we're in a relationship and if it's going to be something negative that's reflecting in our relationship you shouldn't say it that's absolutely true we're not talking it's like it's not like you're just meeting me and you're telling me and i can ask you what's your type then that's appropriate but then when it gets to the point where you're like we're in in deep and you're like oh you're not my type though why the fuck you telling me like it's why i don't get it you got what i mean and i'm not saying it 
to you personally or anything. I'm just saying I don't understand why people feel like they need to keep voicing that. Then maybe you need to go. F- Me, I know I'm fresh. I'll be like, maybe you need to go find that person because obviously <laughs> <laughs> she ain't here. You got what I mean? So I just said we you you can't just always go off of your type because. Sometimes your type can trick you into being in a very unhealthy situation because mm. you have had a type and so far, where has that gotten you? <laughs> but then I guess it gets down to having an unrealistic type. Just saying like, you know how there's men or boys, whatever the case would be. I need a girl with a big butt. Mm. I need a girl that has long hair. I need a girl that looks a particular way but you can also swing that with women where he's got to have a car he's got to have he's got to be six five with ah, see that's why i say it really you, depends you crossing the list with a type type when we say a type like or like when you have a type you're thinking strictly physical okay. what he possesses he, he's got to be chocolate he's got to be dark skin but he's he can be muscles he can have everything I mean, chocolate is chocolate is chocolate no nah, there's different types of chocolate i mean like you may okay so identify if you want more cream or you want more cocoa but chocolate is chocolate so what about so we, we go off of muscles right physical mm-hmm. physical trait right mm-hmm. muscles right physical trait okay right? we can go with we, we go off. okay okay if since you want to take it there you know what my type is i like tall big men with broad shoulders that don't mean nothing Okay. That means absolutely nothing if I actually like a person. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> no, no, but like, okay, like having a type can mean absolutely nothing when you actually like a person. Like you have That's to, true. you have to get past genuine attract. Like you have to get past genuine physical attraction. That's true. Mm-hmm. Because it's not always what's meant for you. All right, then. So we talked about the type. Then what's the list? Hmm. Said if we talked about a type, then what's the then what's the list? Okay, the lists are the agreements that you have with yourself, what you're not gonna accept, and what you require in the opposite sex or in a significant other. Let's not say opposite sex. He has to be clean. He has to at least wash his ass. That's just courtesy. See, but what are some unrealistic things that that people put on their list? She gotta give head. Well, listen. You um, said it's unrealistic. I feel like I feel like that is. I mean, because I feel like maybe she don't want to give head till she gets married. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't agree with it either. I'm just, I'm just throwing a premise out there. I'm just throwing a premise out there. I feel like some unrealistic thing. I, I feel like it's unrealistic. To have a list and expect that whoever you find is going to be everything on that list. Or he has mm-hmm. to have a certain type of car. Like I know some girls won't even talk to you if you don't have a certain type of car. And you could be missing the man of your dreams because he don't drive the car that he, you want him to drive. He doesn't want kids. And that's when you have to separate kids from women. Like, some women feel like they don't have to compromise on anything because of what because of the type of woman that they are exactly but then at the same time they need to understand that that comes with a price right are you willing to play the waiting game or are you not 
That's basically what I mean. What's some unrealistic things that men put on their list? Um. Hmm. What's the rules? She has to have a big booty. With I was just gonna boobs. say she gotta have a fat ass, and mm-hmm. she gotta have. I do like, like me a fat ass though. Nice well, titties. Well, I don't really care about the titties. Waist. This is why I don't care about the titties, right? Because when you have a baby, the, the titties belong to the baby. So give the ass. The baby don't touch the ass. Give me oh the ass. God. Anyway, give me crazy. the ass because it's it's not the baby. <laughs> the titties belong to the baby. All right. The baby sucking on my titty. He looking at me like, yeah, nigga, it's mine now. What you gonna do about it? Nah. <laughs> Moving forward. Nah. Yeah. I feel um, like I don't know. I just mm. I feel like the persona, like the expectations that men have for women physically, is so unrealistic and but, skewed. But I, like, I, I do feel like that's only a certain percentage of men because I feel like there's more men out there that know that you know we know you got stretch marks. But even if you want you a big girl, like you, I feel like that's somewhat still skewed. How is that still skewed? Oh. Yes, because there's a lot of if guys. She got a, if she got a waist and she got thick thighs, it don't necessarily mean she gonna have a fat ass. Exactly. Okay, and that's very true. Mm-hmm. I'm not like me personally. Like, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna say that. That's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. that I'm not gonna get into. Remember the cushion, honey. The cushion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> you right. The cushion. So we we not even we mm-hmm. not even gonna get into that. But I do feel like. Um, that's only a small percentage of men. I feel like there is a large percentage of men out here that will accept you for who you are. Okay, so let's talk. We talked about the physical. Let's talk about the other stuff. What are some of the character traits or the personality types that can be on the list that you think would be unrealistic? Character traits, like personality types? Mm-hmm. This is a shot. But I do feel like Why you think it's a shot? I feel like spoiled girls That expect to be spoiled That is very <laughs> Unrealistic You think it's unrealistic? Yes I do feel like it's unrealistic Well I'm living proof That it's not unrealistic it, it But is unrealistic anyway Because for a female to be like I don't like to be told no You will be told no And they throw a whole temper tantrum When they're told no Well I got this far <laughs> I'm hearing that and where did it get you? Like you told me. I'm I'm fine with that because it wasn't my decision. You but sure? okay, let's move forward. <laughs> you sure? Um He said spoiled girls. That was a shot. You I know told what? you. Common sense. Like I hate when people say like when you like i feel like it's a very general statement when people say stuff about like oh she gotta have common sense or he gotta have common sense we know from experience in life that common sense is not very common i feel like it's a very vague statement for you expect them to have common sense or like character traits at least have the basics i feel which is what in your opinion i mean you can't be unintelligent i hate talking to people and they refuse to educate themselves Mm -hmm. they're like so prideful of what they believe or they heard or whatever the case may be and they're not doing their job as far as educating themselves to know better Mm -hmm. you got what i mean you don't have to I don't even know how to say it without <laughs> coming across 
offensive but just educate yourself man just like you don't like people being ignorant i hate when people are ignorant i hate stupidity that. is different from ignorance jesus i hate both of those things <laughs> i do i mean but you can but you can fix stupid ignorant <laughs> you can fix you can fix stupid mm-hmm. but you cannot fix ignorant because they have to fix that that's true that's very true what else like what are some character traits that might be unrealistic um i just think when it comes to having a list you have to be wary because i find it hard pressed that the person that you find for you or someone that you really really like will be all the things on that but list. But that's my point, though. I don't. In most most of the cases, the person that is for you ain't really nothing on the list. That's not true. Like you can find them in. The, I feel like you can find them in that list. Like, does he have and does he or does she have these qualities or the potential to grow into these qualities? Are they capable of becoming these things? Mm-hmm. And it's true that you're not supposed to marry to potential. But the reality is, if you're serious about them, you have to ask all the right questions and you have to be willing to do the work if you can see that in them. That's a personal decision. But I just think it's unrealistic to see them all of that immediately. But if you can find it in them, then, like, that's okay. How long are you willing to put in the work? What do you mean by that? In a sense of if you feel like she may have a spoiled mentality or you feel like she may have an attitude problem or you feel like she may have whatever how long are you willing to stay because you mentioned that before how long do you feel like is your breaking point i can say what is your breaking point do you know um it, it varies on the person Okay. In my personal opinion, it varies on the person. Um, I feel like if we already have a lot of stuff going on and the communication breaks down to where we used to talk all the time and we don't talk no more for a certain amount of period of time mm-hmm. and we talk about it and I don't want to say I give you an ultimatum on how to fix it mm. and it doesn't get fixed. Okay. Then I, oh, I'll put like this. When I give out ultimatums, right? It's not necessarily to break up with you. It's really to see what you're going to say. And if you, and if I feel like, if you can't, not adhere to it, but at least be willing to put in that work, then there's no reason for us to be together. Does that make sense? Do you? F- not nah, that makes sense. But do you feel like that approach can come differently instead of it coming from a commanding place? to that person you feel like you could have spoken to that person and say hey i don't like when you do this do you feel like you can maybe change this because when you do this it makes me feel this do you feel like just having that conversation would have been better than just saying i give you an ultimatum you need to either fix this or i'm walking away or whatever the case would be i see where you're coming from because it's communication you need to i need to know how you're feeling in order for me to know what to fix but most of the time i honestly feel like when i get to that point i'm not asking for a lot 
I'm asking for you to do what you've already, that you used to do. So why can't you do what you used to do, if that makes sense? But if you're not communicating effectively and expressing to them, hey, I don't like it when you do this. Do you feel like you can maybe do this differently? Because when you do this, this is affecting me this way. It has to, you have to communicate. Mm -hmm. You cannot expect for me to read your mind. Just like a lot of men say that about females and they will say that to the day that all of them die. Okay. That you can't read our minds. So we can't read yours. So you need to tell me what you don't like. So I'm willing to fix it. If I want to be with you, then I will put in the work, but you cannot well of course it's not gonna be out of nowhere but you can't just one day without talking about it say hey i need you to do this or i'm walking away but i didn't in that particular situation it wasn't like that okay so like for the most part i'm not just gonna like come out of nowhere and stop talking to you it's more like if it's a gradual thing it had to something dramatic had to happen to where all of a sudden i see like a sudden shift I'm not gonna say anything for a couple weeks. I'm gonna let you see if you get out the get get out of the rut. Then if you can't get out of it, and I see that nothing changes, that's when I'm gonna say something. If that makes sense. Say something. Express how you feel, but not give ultimatums. Cause you have to change up your approach in order for you to get it. If you keep doing the same thing and you're noticing that you're getting the same results and it's not effective, then maybe you need to change up your approach to get a different response. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I agree with you. So, um. In that particular situation, I agree. I still I could have handled things differently. But what I wanted, she's doing now. So my whole thing is, if you're doing it now, why couldn't you do it? When I asked you to do it, it, it literally was a cup, a week or two later after I asked you to do it. You started doing it. So my whole point is, what the fuck changed? You. You left. No, 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 no. No, what I mean is, what changed from where you, when I asked you to do something, before we broke up, you couldn't do it. And now that we broke up, you're doing it. So within that week and a half time span, what happened? You left. That's what happened. So because I left, she went back to doing what she was doing when we first got together. That's what you're telling me. Exactly. Because you're not there anymore. Right? And I don't know if this is personal or not. But I'm just talking based on what you just said. Okay? So if you are no longer there and you left and the person is showing you, hey, I do have the qualities that you want then maybe they're putting in the work maybe your approach wasn't good or maybe whatever but they're proving to you now that they're want you back or they're placing in the work to do what they need to do to get you back you got any thoughts on this uh kiana no i'm just here no speak your mind we, we all you sure you sure mm-hmm. for once i am like I don't got shit to say. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. We would love for you to join the conversation. This must be insane. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm gonna give you one more chance before I wrap this up. We can wrap it up. You sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to um unpopular opinion. Oh shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> I can't even write that down this week. Um, okay. So <clears throat> my unpopular opinion. For when it comes to your type or the list is not throw it away but don't necessarily stick to it if that makes sense like just be more for both for both for, for both genders just be more open-minded you know what I'm saying because even though you may not think that's your type that can end up being your soulmate if that makes sense, mm-hmm. but if you're close-minded to it, because he th- because that person doesn't have certain qualities, you won't you won't never get a chance. He will never that person will never get a chance to win you over. If that makes sense. But do you feel like that person feels like if they do that, then they're settling for something quote no. unquote less than what they no. f- feel that they worth? No. Yeah. Because I feel like, for example, I mean, like a big booty chick. But then there's this other medium chick that you know catches my eye. I don't think I'm settling because I chose her. She caught my eye. She won me over. Like, I feel like, I don't really feel, I feel like people settle only when they have nothing left. I feel like there's nothing wrong with broadening your, yes, we're broadening your horizons. We're broadening, like, you know, who you're willing to talk to. Just okay. because person doesn't have this or doesn't have that doesn't mean that that person isn't good for you. That's true. That's true because you're not perfect yourself. So exactly. you can't be holding somebody to a thousand and you're not able to even match 500. So I get it. But, you know, people's types are people types. So, you know. Oh. You go over there, Kim. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead and talk. We we ain't heard you talking like a good fifteen minutes. <laughs> My unpopular opinion is that when it comes to men having a safe space to be vulnerable, it has more to do with them than it does with their actual relationship. Of course. That's my unpopular opinion. Men have the idea that they can't be safe with women because they have a pressure to be a certain type of man or that they can't trust their significant other. But at the end of the day, it's all on you. Like, it's your decision. If you peel it away, then somebody will accept you the way that you are. I feel like a lot of men need to heal that little boy that's in their hearts and their minds. And once they get to the point where they actually can let go of a lot of things, then maybe they will feel comfortable being themselves around the person that they're with. You know what I mean? I get what you mean. You gotta, you gotta heal yourself. All right, y'all. This is gonna wrap it up. I know it's a long episode. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes. How much yeah, I've never done this. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Yeah, it, my, all my episodes are normally like 45 minutes around that time oh, frame. okay. So, yeah, so we... 
we talking a lot here. Yeah, we took okay. like extra, to like extra thirty minute lunch on this one. Okay. <laughs> but I want to thank Francine for getting on. You definitely gonna be on again. No um, problem. And I want to thank. She had so much wisdom. I told you she had wisdom. <laughs> I tried to tell y'all she had wisdom. It's so silly. And I want to thank Kiana once again for. Uh, Yo, listen to Sister Friend Podcast, you guys. Like, we just hit, like, 100 listeners on two episodes. I'm so excited about that. Make sure you listen to Sister Friend Podcast. Follow us on IG, Sister Friend PC. And make sure you go on Spotify and listen to our playlist, the Footboy playlist. I'm telling you, it's lit. Nice. So, hold on. Before I let you promote whatever you want to promote, when am I going to get on the podcast? That's a good one. I have ideas. You have ideas. Well, you already know I haven't done any collabs yet, so just sit tight, okay, Tiny Man? Tiny Man? You going to put me on front you like that, Chunky Mama? That's what, that's what you going to do? Okay. I love the insiders, you guys. I can't wait to be part of that the next <laughs> show. <laughs> I am not ashamed. Chunky Mama bust down. Hey, it's Act Up Season 2, so if y'all see Chunky Mama like out in two-piece, don't say my business. <laughs> my business. You got anything you want to promote? No. You sure? Yeah. You don't got any social media you want to put out there? No businesses you want to put out there? No, not right now. I okay. I'm good. All right. Well, <laughs> you'll be on again, so you got time. Absolutely. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap it up. Um, Y'all know, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, um, I'm gonna create a Facebook page eventually. I want to add more segments. But you I want to do a. Facebook? I don't have a Facebook yet for the podcast. Okay, so I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't have not yet. Okay. I'm working on it. I want to do another segment like a ask a T Roy, ask Average Joe, but y'all don't ask me nothing. So let's let's work on that. Do you tell them to email you? Yes, every episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> do okay. every episode. Mm-hmm. So, I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, you know, I fucked with y'all the long way because y'all fucked with me the long way. And uh, we just going to keep it moving. Um, it's been a long episode. A long, good episode. You know, Kiana, I'm going to let you close it out. No, do it. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Because you, you, you want to mock me so bad. Go ahead. Let's, let's. I'm not mocking you. I just no. like that you do it. Just do you it. You just like when I do it. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> I think you lie, but okay. But alright y'all, this is episode, uh, I still don't know what I'm going to call it yet. Maybe creating a safe space, but we talked about so many things where I got to figure figure out what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. But um, you'll know by the time this gets posted. Uh, I want to thank y'all for the good dialogue. Um, I feel like this will be a, a good episode. I really liked your wisdom, Brian That's why I knew I had a vision to get you on the podcast. You got to <laughs> insert the applause and... So right there and close right there. Okay, That's I got you. Funny. You guys are cute. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm gonna wrap it up. Peace. <laughs>